What is with my hair? I think it's cute. <laughs> I have a little tail growing out of my bun. <laughs> it's a bun with personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another podcast. Yay! I don't even know what number this is anymore. It's all a blur. I think it's 20, actually. Wow. That's crazy. We almost didn't do one this week. It's actually Sunday morning. Like, you guys are probably watching this on Sunday morning, and it's Sunday morning that we're recording it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, we kind of had a crazy week. We were in LA for a while, for a week. Um, we got back on Wednesday, and then we had our five year anniversary, yeah. which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of just been catching up on stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it's like weird because when you take a vacation, because when we were in LA, we were considering it a vacation. Yeah. And you get home, and then you're tired from the vacation. (laughs) I mean, we did a lot of stuff. It was like a... Because we probably won't go back to L.A. for a while. Um, We're going to go back. But it'll it'll probably be a longer chunk of time between visits this time. Yeah, so we wanted to do some stuff we had never done before. Yeah. Which we did. We actually accomplished quite a bit. You want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about that. Okay, what did we do on the first day? Um, Oh, your mom worked. So the thing is, Gig's mom works in L.A., so we, it was kind of like half vacation, but mostly spending time with her as yeah. well. And she worked on the first day, so we just hung out. We went... Well, we, was, we got in the evening. I don't count that. But didn't we go for dinner that night when my mom got home from work? No, we ordered in food because we were... Remember I like right. passed out while eating chicken and waffles? So I, I postmated <laughs> chicken and waffles, which was really good. And if y'all don't know what Postmates is, Canada needs Postmates. Yeah. You can order anything to your house. Yeah. Like, you can be like, hey, can you go to Ikea and get me this flargan, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like Uber Eats, but you can get anything. Yeah. You can order it. You can, I mean, I've noticed in LA people will, like, get things from Target. Like, yeah. oh, I need a stroller. I need a microwave. I need whatever. Target. Yeah, you can Postmated. literally Postmate anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um... Which is funny because we we film commercials for them here. Yeah. But, I actually, but we don't have it in Canada. I don't know. Well, I didn't get it, so I can probably talk about it. But I was like first or second choice for a Postmates uh, commercial not that yeah. long ago. And I was like, yes, this would be so cool. But. And we love Postmates. Didn't so. happen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not in the sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. Um, so anyways, yeah, we got chicken and waffles for dinner. I fell asleep while eating it. <laughs> Cause it was so tiring. I don't know why. We got in it. Uh, what, like ten o'clock? Yeah, I think it was about that. Yeah, and then it took, took half an hour for our Uber to get to us. Yeah, it took a while, and then it was really funny. Our Uber driver was really nice, but she <laughs> dropped her phone oh, yeah. in the middle of it. So she pulled over on this like she just stopped on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, this ramp onto the freeway, and it was like really busy, and it was like the car was half on the road. Like it was the like shoulder connecting wasn't very big. two freeways. Yeah. So it was like everyone was still going like, like Fast. 70 miles an hour, <laughs> yeah. 120 kilometers yeah. an hour. And then I ended up reaching underneath her seat and finding her phone. Because <laughs> the like, directions were on her phone. Yeah. It's not like she could keep driving. Yeah. Um, anyways, the first day we just hung out at the pool, I think. Yeah. Because there was a pool on the roof of the building that your mom lives in. Yeah. And then second day, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. Is that the day we went to... Oh, the theater on the roof. The theater on the roof. 
Cinema on the Roof, whatever it's yeah. called. We, we saw Grease sing along. Yeah, that was really cool. It was funny because you're, like, on this roof, and they project the movie onto the building beside you, and um, you have headphones on, so you can everyone can hear the movie in their headphones, but it's a sing-along, so everyone's singing out loud, so if you take off your headphones, it's just, like, everyone's Yeah, singing. you stop hearing the movie, and you yeah. just hear people like, <laughs> So funny. Yeah. And then we went to the Grove and the L.A. Museum of the Holocaust. That was the next day, right? I don't know. We were going to go to a couple museums, and then we went to that museum. It was very um, educational and very interesting, but it's just so heavy. Mm-hmm. So we ended up not... I think we just ended up getting lunch after that. And then... I can't remember. We went... I made a vlog. If you want to know all about our trip, it's on my channel. <laughs> yeah. Check out Erica McKittrick on YouTube. There's no talking in it. It's just... No, it's, it's just... It's like a... It's just for the aesthetic. <laughs> it's an t- artistic um, vlog. We went to Knott's Berry. Yeah. That, that was, was the last awesome. day. Yeah. The other thing that I really liked that we did was we went to um, the Queen Mary. Mm, yeah. Which is, which is a, a ship, a big ship that's bigger than the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy if you think about it. But it's interesting to see, like, the fact that what was considered a massive ship back then is not really that big anymore. Like, it's still a big it's ship. It's big, but, like, cruise ships are, are bigger. Are way bigger, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's basically, if you don't know, it's, it's like, this decommissioned warship, basically. Like, it was a passenger ship. It was originally, like, a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then... It built in the 30s, I believe. The maiden voyage was, like, 36. I think so, yeah. And um, then it was used in the war, and then it was used for war brides after the war. Yeah, it basically went, yeah, war brides, and then it kind of went back to being, like, a passenger ship, ship but But just for, for America. For America, yeah. Because before, it was mostly, like, British people, like, it was, like, England to New York. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it was just Long Beach to somewhere. I don't know where. I can't remember. Yeah. To England, maybe. I don't, no, because that's way too big of a journey. But anyways, it was from Long Beach to somewhere. And then they decommissioned it, and it's just sitting in Long Beach, and they turned it into a hotel, and it's really cool. Yeah. And it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we took a haunted tour. It's pretty cool. Tour. Tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our trip. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I really like Knott's Berry. I had always wanted to go because, like, it's cheaper than, it's way cheaper than Disneyland, oh, and yeah. cheaper than Universal. I haven't been to Six Flags or Magic Mountain or whatever those things are called. But, yeah, I've never been um, to Six Flags either. But Knott's Berry, honestly, was probably my favorite because it was so quiet. And well, like, and we went on, like, was it Tuesday? Yeah, so it was the day after Labor Day. Was Labor yeah. Day Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, like, super quiet. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Yeah. Anyways... Should we, we just get down get to it? Down to it. Our um, our topic today, as you probably see from the title, are uh, our books. Our books. Books. Book uh, recommendations. Book our recommendations. Favorite books. Yeah, books that impacted us. Um, and uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm feeling really silly and tired today. <laughs> um, so we both have a list of books that we just want to talk about. Books yeah. that. Like, even some of them on my list, I haven't even finished yet. And, like, I started reading them, like, five years ago. That's totally fine. Sometimes your favorite books, like, you don't need to read the whole thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And everybody is different. Like, me, I go through books, like, 
I was going to say, like, toilet paper, you know? like. Yeah, I mean, pretty much you do. You're a really fast reader. Yeah. I'm, I'm a read, slow reader. I read 100 books last year. Man, I always forget <laughs> that. And then I remember, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It was my goal, like, on Goodreads. We'll, we'll link our Goodreads down below, um, so you can kind of, like, if you want to follow us or become friends or whatever, that's that's cool. Mm -hmm. I always like to get new book recommendations. Um, but on Goodreads you set like a yearly goal of how many books you want to read so last year I did a hundred this year I'm just doing 35 because a hundred like I worked a lot last year so I had time to and we were apart as well mm -hmm. a little bit so I had time to kind of just like read and have time to myself yeah but like this year I'm like no <laughs> I need to do way less yeah I'm already at 35 I think so cool all right well do you want to start uh Sure. Are we, like, am I doing it all at once? No, I thought we could take turns. Okay. If that's okay. Uh, so I've read 21 of my 35 books. Oh, nice. So I think I can probably do it. Oh, for sure. Oh, no. Oh, oh what is it? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Apparently that's a very Canadian saying. Yeah. <laughs> I kick the table. I'm so sorry. I do it every time. That one wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my first book is probably one of yours, too. Yeah. But I think since I put it on, you probably didn't put it on your list, right? No. Um, Beyond the Deep Woods. I don't know who it's by, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you can check my Goodreads. Um, it's basically like a preteen or like a young adult like fantasy book. And there's like a whole series, but it's never really about the same people in, in all the books. I think there is another book about the same guy in this one. But it's basically this really cool story of like this kid um, finds out that he was adopted and his parents kind of set him out to go figure out his past or where he came from i guess so isn't it or no yeah. i think they're just sending him somewhere i don't even remember where <laughs> well there's this big, but big he, adventure but then he strays from the path yeah and he has to find his way back yeah and it's a really it's so cool yeah it's every time i read it i'm like damn this needs to be a movie or a book or something i mean a book <laughs> a tv show yeah it's so good and you got me to read it yeah. Last year or the year before? I've read it so many times that it's falling apart. Yeah. My mom's best friend um, got it for me when I was like probably 10 or 11 or something. I just loved it. I, I We should read the other uh, books in the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It, it's called The Edge Chronicles. That's the series. Yeah. But the book is called Beyond the Deep Woods. We'll put all the books in the description if you and the authors if you guys want to check them out. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say about Sorry, it. Sorry, my brain is like all over the place today. That's I'm not okay. like jumping in. I might as well go on my first book, right? Yeah. All right. So my first book is probably the most uh, important book to me. I've read it three times. Um, it's impacted my life the most. I mean, I guess impacted. Uh, I find it really um, reassuring and soothing to read and to think about it therapeutic and it's actually kind of categorized as a self-help book but you don't even have to see it that way um it's interesting because uh it's kind of focused around values i might as well sell you the book it's the <laughs> alchemist um and the, one of the reasons why i really like this book is because it doesn't force you force beliefs onto you mm -hmm. kind of lets you have come to your own conclusions about what things mean and stuff yeah um and basically it's about a young man who's trying to find his purpose in life um 
and that you know you have these expectations on yourself that you're supposed to live your life a certain way but then things don't necessarily work out that way and you may think that even for years that it's not you're on the wrong path but really you are right mm-hmm. no matter what you do you're on the right path pretty much yeah so i really like this book because it's kind of like that feeling of nostalgia for like your home you where you grew up or mm-hmm. like that kind of thing um it's very um comforting so that's why one of the reasons why this book's so important to me i haven't finished it but i also kind of get the gist of like it being like enjoy the journey yeah you know yeah enjoy the journey or like um there's in the beginning of the book i don't want to spoil anything but in the beginning of the book he's after this one woman right and he kind of thinks this is you know i've got to accomplish this and i got to be with this woman and it's a challenge but this is what my life is supposed to be Mm -hmm. and then none of that works out and then he ends up being happier than if he had been with this other woman and all this so um that's really cool because it's like reassuring it's like you don't have to be like life has to be this way because my mind really works that way i'm very much a perfectionist in the terms of like i have this image in my brain and it has to work out the specific way but it's really like um anxiety inducing to think that it might not Mm. but then you know the book kind of teaches you that life's unpredictable and that's okay that's Mm -hmm. a good thing it doesn't have to go to plan no exactly Sometimes it can work out better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should I do my next yeah. one? Okay. Um, I haven't read this one in a long time, but it's Elsewhere by Gabrielle Zevin. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, and it's basically, it's actually, I didn't realize when I was a kid, like I, this was my favorite book when I was a kid. I didn't realize that it's very almost like religious Mm. type of thing i don't know like it's hard to describe basically um this girl dies and that's not a spoiler because it's immediate (laughs) and um she is like like when you die you go to this place called elsewhere and you age backwards until you're born again and then you go back to earth as a baby that's cool I want to read it. I haven't read it yet. That sounds like an interesting, like, um, concept. But the thing is, she falls in love mm. in Elsewhere. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good book. I don't want to spoil too much. Um, I loved it. I cry every time I read it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a good book. And that's another one that I always read it, and I'm like, this needs to be a movie. And there's actually a movie they announced this movie called Elsewhere, and I was like, they're making it! <laughs> but they're not. No. It's a different Elsewhere. <laughs> what? Are you emotional about I that? know, I'm getting yeah. emotional. <laughs> uh, it's your turn. Oh, okay. My next book is Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? I think I've only read this book once. I've tried to read it again, but mm. the thing is, I'm a big fan of sci-fi, even if it's book a book, like an original sci-fi book. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, a lot of these original classic sci-fi books are really hard to read. Yeah. They're really dry. Um, and the language they use is usually, it's usually written a long time ago. Is this the book that you tried to read to me and I just passed right out within like a minute? No, that's the... That's... Brave New World? Yeah, mm. which I will talk about later. Um, 
But Andrew's Dream of Electric Sheep is the book that inspired Blade Runner. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And it's actually, if you read the book, it's very similar to the mm. movie. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure the characters are named the same and everything like that. But there's a lot more detail and a lot more kind of, like, um, environmental. Like, it describes the environment better and, mm. and, uh, and like, technology and stuff like that. Um, but I like it just because it's sort of a cinematic historical piece right because it's a book that inspired such a historic sci-fi movie yeah yeah it's iconic yeah <laughs> that's all i really have to say about it okay yeah um my next one is just it's kind of it's just a series it's not one book but the harry potter series <laughs> i loved reading them growing up and I don't really think I have to say much. Yeah. <laughs> I we're, think we're, everyone kind of knows. Yeah, we're watching the movies right now. Yeah, and I'm reading the books, too. I'm on Order of the Phoenix. Oh, mm. is that one on Netflix? Or do I have to is, go to the library? That's the next one. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, good. Okay. I think five to the end is on Netflix. Okay, cool. Uh, so we, we don't need to get any more from the library. We've been, yeah, we've been getting the, the, the movies from the library, the DVDs. That. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, <sighs> my mom used to read them to me. I remember having... Sorry, my legs are sticking to each other. Um, it's super gloomy out, and I'm wearing shorts. I don't know why. My mom used to read them to me, and um, I remember reading The Prisoner of Azkaban and having nightmares for a long time because <laughs> those stupid Dementors. Yeah. The Dementors! That was terrible. <laughs> Your turn. Okay. Uh, my next book is a nonfiction book. Called, well, some people might argue it's fiction, but I will say it's nonfiction. <laughs> called Endurance, written by Scott Kelly, who is an astronaut and a twin. He was sent into space for almost a year to do what they call a twin study. So they wanted to see the effects on twins, like on one person that's ident genetically identical, what a year in space will do to the body, basically. Uh, because that's almost the longest someone's ever been in space but to compare it on someone exactly the same, right? So his yeah. brother um, would have stayed on Earth the entire time. and and uh, Is his brother, what does he do? He's an astronaut as well. Oh, he's an astronaut? Yeah, they're both astronauts. Oh, okay. um, they both became astronauts different ways, though, mm. which I thought was really interesting. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but... Um, so the one brother, the, the one that stayed on Earth, he um, would, did very well in school. And, and graduated and went on to, um, uh, I can't remember what he did in university, but he got accepted into the university he wanted to and had no trouble. I mean, ha didn't have as much trouble as his brother. His brother, um, <laughs> Scott barely, Kelly. yeah, Scott Kelly, barely, there yeah, I wrote the book, barely graduated high school. Um, dropped by, out of university, right? Dropped out of university and then ended up going to a military university, a Navy university, hmm. I believe. And then ended up, his goal was to fly planes. He was trying to figure out what to do. Um, I think it was the book, The Right Stuff, that inspired him to um, become a test pilot because mm -hmm. he was like, I want to, I really like doing things that are dangerous and challenging. So he wanted to do the most challenging thing ever, which was become a um, test pilot. And then that eventually evolved into becoming an astronaut. So I thought that was really cool because, like, a lot of astronauts, you're either a pilot. Or a scientist. Yeah. So his way was to become a pilot, mm -hmm. and he ended up piloting and flying on one of the space shuttles. Mm. So that was really cool. Um, I won't 
talk about too much more because if you want to read the book, I don't want to like give it all away. But it's really cool about he talks about being in space, obviously how he got there, um, the technology that they use to get into space is like the same as like thirty years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, or even longer ago, and then he also, yeah, and then he also talked about um, how hard it was to be in space for a year, and how hard it was on his relationship, mm. relationships, because he has children too. Mm. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Well, yeah, actually, you can't just like Facetime your kids or anything. <laughs> well, especially since NASA, everything is um, everything is scheduled. So yeah. if he does want to Facetime or Skype it. with his like girlfriend or wife, um, I don't know if they're married. I don't want to make any assumptions. Um, yeah, it's, it has to be scheduled, and usually NASA's watching or listening. <laughs> you can't, uh... You can't, uh, have any, you know, <laughs> intimate times. Um, but, uh, it was an interesting book. I read it at a time where I was away from you, so mm-hmm. it was, like, um, hard, but also reassuring. Your mom bought it for you, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She was like, I think you'd like this book. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And I read it. And then I went to Comic-Con. Yeah. Went to New York Comic-Con. And um, Scott Kelly tweeted, oh, if you go to this booth and give the secret word, you'll get a free signed copy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. And this guy was there. And he was like, you're not giving away anything for free? <laughs> like, you know, complaining to them. And they're like, sorry, you know, you have to pay for the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hi, uh whatever the secret word was. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I think it was like Earth to Scott Kelly. Yeah. Or Earth to... I was told to say Earth to Scott Kelly. And she's like, very well. She turns around, gives me the book. She's like, here you go. And the guy's like, how did you do that? <laughs> People get so mad when you can't get things for free. I know. And it's, it's like, weird. just look up the author. The tweet's there, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. Well, obviously they didn't know anything about the book yeah. or the author. They just wanted something They're probably free. just going to every booth like, do you have any free stuff? Yeah. I paid I can, for Comic-Con, I should get free stuff. Do you have any free stuff that I can sell later? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making this person sound like an idiot. And but I he don't was know so him. sleazy. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was like, get a life. Yeah. All right. My next, next one is Wonder. I know I'm a little bit biased, but it's just such a good book. <laughs> um, I was in the movie. That's why I'm biased, if you don't know. <laughs> I had a very low role, but the book, it's just, I've read it so many times, and I always cry every time. The script made me ball. I read that like 10 times, even though I didn't need to. I didn't have lines in the script. He would just give me lines like on set. Yeah. Um, but RJ, I don't know how to say her last Palacio? name. Palacio? Palacio. Um, she is just such a sweet woman. Her whole family, they're all so sweet. Well, what's amazing about the book is it's it's a story. It's a good story, but also yeah. it's about... It's based on true events she was at an ice cream shop and getting her son's son's son i don't know her child or children (laughs) ice cream and um there was a girl sitting outside and she had a facial deformity and um her son started crying he's very young yeah he's very young i guess he was scared by her and she was like okay let's go you know because she didn't know what to do Mm mm-hmm and then she got home and she was like, why did I do that? Like, why am I teaching him that, yeah, it's scary, mm-hmm. right? And then it kind of started the... Or that it's something to be uncomfortable about mm-hmm. or, like, you should treat them differently. Oh, I guess for those of you who don't know, Wonder is a book about um, this kid named Augie who has uh, Treacher Collins syndrome, which is basically, like, you're born with 
facial deformities. Yeah. Um, and it's about his first time going to public school. And it's a very good book. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I really like about it is, like, it's this beautiful story, but it's also uh, just about uh, finding it in yourself to be a nicer person. Yeah. Like... It's not just like you're a nice person or you're not a nice person. It's that anybody can be a nice person. It takes a little bit of effort mm -hmm. and and it can make a huge difference. The slogan of the movie is choose kind. Yeah. And I Im implore, yeah. I implore you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You. Okay. So the next one uh, is another uh, science fiction classic. I think most of them are. <laughs> yeah. Time Machine or the Time Machine, I don't know what it's called. I have a I have a book that's a combo the Time Machine and War of the Worlds. Mm. I don't know if I ever even finished the War of the Worlds part, but the Time Machine one it's so interesting because it's just so visual. And um, do you have it here? No, well, maybe we brought it back from LA because it was in LA. Oh, I think we brought it back from okay. LA. Yeah, um, it's a yeah it's a combo book with Time Machine and War of the Worlds and um, War of the Worlds is very dark, but it's like we it was hard for me to visualize War of the Worlds because it takes place in the eighteen hundreds. Really? Yeah. So they talk about guns and stuff, but they really what they mean are like cannons. Yeah. And and there's no not really any cars or anything. No. Like, right? But when you think about the movie, which I had already seen Tom Cruise. You're thinking yeah, Tom Cruise. You're thinking <laughs> about like present day pretty yeah. much with technology that and airplane. Air yeah. And that was air, a great scene. And stuff. They yeah. used a real seven forty seven. Yeah. It's Crazy. still set up at uh, Universal. It is. Pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, but Time Machine, uh, I I remember seeing the Time Eight. There's a few Time Machine movie um, years ago, and then I read the book, and it's like, um, it's just so good. It's it. I need to reread it because I read it so long ago that I can't really remember much about it. Mm. But there's, it's just a really cool concept, like to think that um, the world or even society could look or be so different. Yeah. Um, so many years in the future or mm -hmm. the past. I don't even know if he goes in the past. I think he just goes into the future. That's why I need to reread the book because I can't remember. Anyways, your your turn. <laughs> All right. Um, another one from my childhood is Pollyanna. Um, it's basically like kind of same kind of idea as Wonder, where like the main premise is just to be kind. And to be, like, to choose to be happy, mm -hmm. you know? And that's a sensitive subject. Because <laughs> I know, like, it's hard with mental health issues. You know, you can't always choose to be happy. But um, basically, the girl is... I don't know if she, like, doesn't have parents. <laughs> but she goes to live with her aunt, I think, who is quite mean. But she always plays the glad game where she takes a situation and tries to find the good in it mm. like tries to find something to be happy about yeah trying to find a reason to be glad yeah glad it's is such a, a weird word it's a very it's a nice uh you know thing yeah that's cool <laughs> words <laughs> english i haven't read a lot of these books on your um oh i've read some of them but not all of them on my list? Yeah. I haven't read most of them on your list. I need to read we some We need to read these. each other's lists. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta read your list. Okay. Um, I haven't read any of the... I've read one on your list. Two on your... Three. I didn't read the list before. That's, I, <laughs> that's what I was just doing in my head on yours, too. How many have you done? Uh, One, 
don't know two, if that's two, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I read that. Didn't I read that? No. No? Oh. Three. I've read three on yours. Okay. Well, then there we go. We can read each other's yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's your turn. <laughs> okay. My next one is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I had to read this for school when I was in school. Um, and again, it's been a long time since I've read it. Mm. But one of my favorite things about this book is not necessarily the story, but again, the visuals. Like, yeah. I really like, like, there's, I remember one part where he's, like, almost free diving in, like, I don't know, Greece or something like that. Oh, yeah. And there's, he just describes all of the, like, the, the sea life and, like, mm. like these fishermen who dive down and, 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 like, get the stuff to eat and then, like, just how, um, powerful the life in the ocean is. Mm. It gets you to appreciate it, which is really cool. I think a lot of times when people think about Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, under the sea, they're like, "Ooh, this futuristic um, submarine and this like mysterious monster and all this stuff." And and it does get a little bit like that. But for me, when I think about Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, I think more about the 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 beauty of the ocean and mm. the the experience. Like when you when you're on the ocean or when you're near the ocean, it gives you this feeling. Mm. And I feel like the book really captures that. Mm. I I ordered the like kids version of it on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the other one? Thrift Books. There we go. Which is a really good website if you want to buy books because they're super cheap because they're secondhand. Like basically they're just saved from landfills. People just throw away books even though they're totally fine. Mm-hmm. Weirdos. Anyways, um, I got the kids version of it, and it wasn't very good. Like I need to read the. F- the real thing because yeah. it was just like they just kill everything and they don't just dis- there's no descriptors it's just like yeah oh we found this let's kill it well and again it was written a long time ago yeah. so it'll be a bit hard to read hmm. but once you get into it it's really cool and once you get like i feel like when you read a book from a time where the language was different right yeah like it's almost like speaking a different language because yeah. everything is phrased differently they made a movie. Yeah, um, with uh, Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas, right? Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like you need to adapt your brain to speak. It's Disney. Cool. Well, that's why it's at Disneyland. Is or it? was at Disneyland? That 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 ride that you hated, the one that was like the Nemo one. Oh, the one. It was originally one. a Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea ride. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hated that one. I started having a panic attack because it was too closed in. Yeah. Um, it was published in 1872 in English. 1872, wow. But the first publication date was 1870 in mm. French. I didn't know Jules Verne was French. Really? You didn't get it from the name? <laughs> Jules. I guess that's a French name, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways, okay. your next book. Um, <clears throat> uh, Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. I don't even know where to start. There's a movie called The Secret of Nim, and it does not do justice to the book. They changed it. They made it so that it's all magic that the rats can talk and not science. Because mm. in the book, it's all like they've experimented on these rats to make them be able to talk. Yeah. But in the movie, it's like they have this magic amulet, and it saves everybody. Yeah. It's so stupid. Like, it would be a really cool sci-fi movie if they, like... Yeah. They should remake it. They should. Live action. Yeah. No. Yeah, live yeah. action, yeah. Um, uh, it's by this man. I can't remember what his name is. But um, he died, and his daughter 
wrote two more books under his name. And oh, I haven't right. read them. I want to read them, but they don't have them at the library, so I have to find them. I have to track them down somewhere. Mm. But, um, let's see. Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of it. Robert C. O'Brien. So good. Mrs. Frisbee, a widowed mouse with four small children, must move her family to their summer quarters immediately or face almost certain death. Yeah. But her youngest son, Timothy, lies ill with pneumonia. <laughs> it's so good. It doesn't sound good, but it, it, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> All right. I had actually never, I didn't even know there was a book. I had just seen the movie when I was a kid, oh, and right. I loved the movie. Yeah. And then I found out that there was a book, and I was like, I need to get it. <laughs> and it was so good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I read it last year. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're getting tired. Hard, yeah. Um, Camp X. Mm. Amazing book. Yeah, we read this together. I'd read it when I was a kid once, and I was like, yeah, this is a good book, and then I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I think you would like this. Well, it's definitely a boy's book. Yeah. Um, so if you're, like, a young girl, maybe it won't appeal to you until maybe you're a little older. I don't know. It depends on who you are. Yeah, I don't know. Um, don't it's know. just hard to, uh, like, all the characters are men. Yeah, that's true. So it's very hard to, like, relate with anybody. Yeah. But it's still a good book. Like, I'm not saying it's not yeah. a good book. The other thing that I really like about it is it takes place in Canada. Yeah, that's It's so very cool. Canadian. <laughs> um... I don't really want to give anything away about it. It's a no. cute story. Not really cute. I mean, it's about World War II. But, but it's it's cute because these boys are just such troublemakers. Yeah. Well, it's like brother brothers. It's kind of cool for me to read that because I had all sisters growing up. So <laughs> kind of like... You're like, what would it be like? Yeah, what would it have been like? Especially in the 1940s. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's a really cool book. Yeah. And we're trying to read the sequel. I think we started it and we didn't finish it. Oh yeah. Which I think it's actually still in LA. I forgot to bring. It. I think we forgot to bring it back. No, I think we had. I think I brought it back because I we threw out all the other books. I only took the ones that we were keeping. I know, but it wasn't with the other books. Oh. It was on the windowsill, propping up the exhaust for the. Oh no, I took it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. okay. Um, Rebecca is my next one. You're done, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca um, by Daphne du Maurier. Amazing book. It's also a movie. The it's... movie's so good. Oh, it's so, oh, good. so good. Man, it's from 1940. Alfred Hitchcock's first Hollywood movie. Um, basically, this woman, we never know her name. They just always call her Mrs. De Winter. She gets married to this mysterious older gentleman. Mr. De Winter. Yes, Maxim De Winter. And, um... She moves into his grand estate, and it's, you know, it's basically like a gothic romance. It's um, creepy and um, dramatic, and she's haunted by the ghost of his late wife, basically. Mm-hmm. There's much more to it than that, but man, it's such a good book and such a good movie. And they're making a new one, and I'm really mad. Yeah. Why Don't I remake don't classics. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Especially I'll watch Hitchcock it. Classics. Stop. Yeah. It'll be cool to see what they do to like modernize it. If they just make it like 1940s, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Because it's like, what's the point then? Make yeah. it like modern. That's all. Okay. <laughs> My next one is Brave New World, which we mentioned earlier. Mm. Um, this book is kind of about genetic engineering, I guess. Mm. Um, 
it's really hard to get into because I've tried to, like, I first started reading it five years ago when Eric and I started dating. Like, when we very first started dating. And uh, that's one of the reasons why this book is special to me because when we first started dating, that's, like, a very special time to me. We became very close, and, and um, I love you. <laughs> um, Sorry, I just, I lo- we left the bathroom fan on, so I had to turn it off. I don't okay. know, it's probably, you probably can't, you can't hear, hear it. You can't hear it, yeah. But, you know, I just had to. Yeah. Um, and... I've tried to, I've, I think I got about two-thirds of the way through, mm. um, and it's very interesting, but it's hard to get into because it's a, they, the book starts with, like, a tour of one of the um, facilities where they basically engineer humans, mm. and what they do is they take, like, this, the concept of twins, and then they, like, choose the good genes, and then they, they basically um, multiply those by many 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 and i don't know if it's actually like identi- a whole bunch of identical twins or not i can't remember how it works but um the whole beginning the first opening is like they spend so long in too much detail describing how it all works and mm-hmm. how the machinery looks and the system and everything and which is really interesting but when you're just trying to get into the story you're like it's oh just come like, on okay come on i want to know what happens and especially if like you've already read part of it like I have and trying to get back to where you were I, I want to start at the beginning again yeah. because I don't remember all the details maybe you should get it as an audiobook that's a good idea I have two copies of it mm. I have one really nice beautiful copy that my sister gave me she didn't know I had even started reading the book she gave it to me as a gift and it's like this beautiful hardcover mm. and then I have like an old secondhand ratty uh, um, paperback <laughs> Throw it that, away. That, uh, that's the one that I started reading um, but yeah an audiobook that's a good idea I haven't listened to an audiobook in a really long time. I don't know that I ever have. <sighs> I remember listening to um, A Wrinkle in Time, the mm-hmm. audiobook. I thought about and... mentioning that for your list. But I was like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. A Wrinkle in Time isn't really like a super important book to me. I think the book is really cool. The movie, I'm sure it was great for young people, but I couldn't watch it, to be honest. It was, uh, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one is The Shape of Water. Um, they, they wrote it after they made the movie, Guillermo del Toro Mm -hmm. and someone else, (laughs) they wrote it together, and it is just, like, so much more detail than the movie, and the movie's amazing, don't get me wrong, but the book is just so much better. It's so good. They, like, they explain how they get the thing and all that kind of stuff. I don't know anything about it because I haven't seen the movie. Oh, it's the one with the... I know what it is, but I haven't haven't seen the movie because you've watched the movie. I haven't watched it. Yeah, but with the thingy, you know? Yeah, the... The the fish dude. Fish dude, yeah. (laughs) It explains how they get him and stuff like that. Oh, okay, that's cool. And the ending is more... Like, you can understand it better because with the movie, you're kind of just left to come to your own conclusions. Mm -hmm. But with the book, you actually know how it ends. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, I guess you can still come to your own conclusions, but you have options. <laughs> it's a really good book. I recommend it. I mean, I guess we recommend all these books. Yeah, but, uh, that's why they're on our lists. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> okay, my next book is Area 51, written by Annie... Uh, I've I never said the names of any of the... Annie... Annie Jacobson. Sorry, I had to go look over at the bookshelf. Um... I actually don't think I've even finished this book. I've read most of it. Um, but you don't really need to read it from from front to back. Um, it's a really cool book. Again, it's actually one that my mom bought me 
because years ago they were talking about it on TVC radio. And it's really cool if you like conspiracy theories because mm. basically it's like a, um, a less intense way of looking at Area 51 and conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, but the woman who wrote it was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, I really liked it because she's so passionate about the way she, <laughs> what she writes and stuff yeah. like that. And um, she actually talked about... She has another book coming out, and I want to get that as well. I can't remember what it's called or anything, but I like her writing, and I like her um, her passion, mm. right? I mean, that's the, that's the thing about some of these uh, uh, female writers especially. They're really passionate about what they do, and I feel that in the, when I read, and, yeah. and I, I appreciate it more than just, like, here's a story that's, you know. Um, uh, I think this is the newest one. Yeah, Surprise, Kill, Vanish. But she's written about, like, you know, Nazis and Area 51. Ooh, and... the definitive history of secret CIA, CIA assassins. I can't talk. Yeah, CIA assassins and, and army operatives. Um, oh. Which is really cool because she was talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast. She was talking about how, like, she met some guys and she can't say who they are. Mm. And, like, they know all this stuff that's, like, and they're they're dying. And they're, like, well, I better, better tell someone now, right? Like, I mean, that feels so cliche, but at the same time, like, really cool, <laughs> like, if it, if it were true. Because yeah. that's the one thing I like about conspiracies, people get upset about them, but you take them with a grain of salt, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like interpret them how you want to interpret them. For me, they're entertainment, and I can kind of take them seriously and be like, oh, this is crap. Well, that's but, the thing. People give you, like, you read the, the facts, you know, in yeah. quotations, and then you make your own decisions about what you believe in and stuff like that. It's yeah. open-ended. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. And the one thing I like about like books like this is I see it as a form of entertainment, but also a form of inspiration for creativity mm. because it's so some of them are so out there, and it's exciting to think that it could be true, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I'm just going to say my last two because they're pretty well known and we're running out of time. <laughs> um, we have to up- upload this in 14 minutes. Oh. Uh, the Martian by Andy Weir, I think yeah. his name is. Um, this was, it's a sci-fi book. They made a movie with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> one day we'll explain the joke, but not right now. Um, basically... This guy stranded on Mars. Uh, it's a really good book. It was his first ever book, and it is so freaking good. It is. It's really amazing. Good. And my last book is Holes. Classic. Yeah. Classic Holes. Freaking good. Okay, my last two are Tuesdays with Maury, which again is a kind of like a self-help book, but it's an amazing story. It's a true story, it right? It is. Yeah. Amazing true story, and just a beautiful read, and like really, um, like easy. Easy to read? Easy to read, I yeah. think. Yeah, easy it's a, to read. It's a thin book, too. Yeah. It's short. Um, but yeah. it's, like, it's wholesome. Yeah. Right? It's wholesome, and it's, like... It's know. it's hard to read at the end because of the emotional yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it true. is an easy read. But it's like, when you pick it up, it's hard to put down. Yeah, it really is. And then my last one is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a... Bleep. Bleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really remember. I was talking about this with Erica's mom, actually, because she read the book, too. You don't really, after you read it, you don't really remember anything that happened in the book. <laughs> it's, it's an, again, a self-help book. It's supposed to give you confidence and, like, life and stuff like that. Yeah. Which it does when you're reading it. Yeah. Like, and it's entertaining. 
and the guy it's again it's it's almost like double speak like but in a positive way right like he's double talk double talk double speak it's the same thing oh um and it's like it's like all this like positivity and builds Mm. you up and stuff like that but that's a good thing it's not like a bad kind of double talk or anything but i mean i'm sure if i reread it i'd be able to take something away from it but well, I remember when you first read it, you were so inspired by it, and you were like, I'm going to change my life, and, you know. Yeah. Well, and I think if, like, so, for example, when I read the book, I was actually having a lot of trouble with anxiety. Yeah. And it was a good way to kind of, like, try and force myself out of anxiety, because mm-hmm. sometimes you get in a rut, and you get this feeling in your stomach, and it won't go away, and it's like, yeah. you're like, wow, life. And <laughs> I think it helped with that at the time. Yeah. So it served its purpose. All yeah. right. What's today's charity? Today's charity is the Wildlife Rescue Association of BC. If you don't know, BC is British Columbia and that's where we live. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's a wildlife rescue service um, in British Columbia where we live. Um, basically, if you donate to them, you're ensuring that injured animals receive the care that they need. If you would like to donate to them, you can go to wildliferescue.ca and if you just want to read about them or uh, they have like educational re- resources on their website as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And you can donate. And you can donate. I already yeah. said that. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Instead I if you of, want to go donate, you can. You I can... kind of like zoned out for a second. That's okay. That's all. There's a chocolate Bye. bar right here, and I want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to eat chocolate? I, I already wanna... ate chocolate. You were like, you want to eat chocolate for breakfast? I already ate chocolate. <laughs> we also have ice cream. Uh. Anyways, we need to upload in 11 minutes, so we love you guys. Have a good morning, evening, and night. Thanks for watching and listening. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye. Wait. Oh, no, it's fine. What? I was going to say, let us know uh, what your favorite books are. Okay, let us know what your favorite books are. No, it's too late. No, we're good. No. All right, bye.